welcome to Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus. I'm your host, Kim Smith. This is episode 256, Human Intention versus God's Will. I'm going to start out with the weekly assignment feature. I don't normally do that, but I want you to be thinking about how this topic applies to your life. So the weekly assignment features, when have you felt strongly about an issue but learned later this was not in line with God's will? I, I would pretty much bet that every one of us has had opportunity to be focused on a project or a dream or a relationship thinking that we were going in the right direction because that's where our heart and our mind were leading. And then we realize, oh my goodness, that was not what God intended, but I cooked that one up myself. And that's, I know, my way of speaking about it, but I think you get the picture. We've been walking our way through Solomon, King Solomon, and his efforts to build the temple that his dad, David, had wanted to build so badly for God, but that lot fell to Solomon. And we looked last week about when the Ark of the Covenant came into the temple, and God's presence was overwhelming. Go back and listen to that episode just uh, as a reminder of just what it's like when we experience the presence of God. And for us who are this side of the cross and who are Christ followers, we have the presence of the living God living inside of us. And so we're in a, a totally different place. But even though we're in a different place, and even though we have opportunities that those in the Old Covenant did not have, such as having the Spirit of the living God inside of us, that doesn't mean that we always go to Him for wisdom, that we always go to Him with our ideas and truly say, God, is this from you? Or is this from the evil one? Or is this from my own conjuring up of what I think is best? You know, I just think about the number of schemes. And I don't really mean that word in a negative connotation. I mean it just in where my brain has gone to, oh, I think this is a good idea. And I've learned not to jump on those because... So many times they've been ones that have been cooked up in my brain, but really weren't from God. It wasn't that they were necessarily a bad idea, but they weren't the best of ideas. As I've been reading over the section that is described in Scripture as Solomon praises the Lord, after the Ark of the Covenant is moved into the temple, you have this set of scriptures and you can look at them in 1 Kings 8, 12 through 21 or 2 Chronicles 6, 1 through 11 where Solomon prays and he first prays to the Lord and then he turns around and prays a blessing over the people. 
But there's three particular scriptures that just kept jumping out at me, and that's where we're camping for today. So let's just jump into this. 1 Kings 8, 12 through 21. Then Solomon prayed, O Lord, you have said that you would live in a thick cloud of darkness. Now I have built a glorious temple for you, a place where you can live forever. Then the king turned around to the entire community of Israel standing before him and gave this blessing. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who has kept the promise he made to my father David. For he told my father, from the day I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I've never chosen a city among any of the tribes of Israel as the place where a temple should be built to honor my name. But I have chosen David to be the king over my people Israel. And here's where the the main verses are. Verse 17, then Solomon said, my father David wanted to build this temple to honor the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord told him, you wanted to build the temple to honor my name. Your intention was good or is good in the present tense when he was talking to David, but you are not the one to do it. One of your sons will build the temple to honor me. Verse 20, And now the Lord has fulfilled the promise he made, for I have become king in my father's place, and now I sit on the throne of Israel, just as the Lord promised. I have built this temple to honor the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, and I have prepared a place for the ark, there for the ark, which contains the covenant that the Lord made with our ancestors when he brought them out of Egypt. And we'll go on in that storyline into next week's podcast. But I go back to that phrase, your intention is good, but you are not the one to do it. And that's where the title came from, Human Intention Versus God's Will. You can tell from this that God is not saying that David thought up this idea and it was a wrong idea. It was the fact that this was not what God had planned. He had different plans. And so I wanted to go back to the original text. It's in 2 Samuel 7, 1 through 17. And if I get a chance, I'll go look to see which podcast we used and covered this scripture. It's been a while. But 2 Samuel 7, 1 through 17, when King David was settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from all the surrounding enemies, the king summoned Nathan the prophet. Look! David said, I'm living in a beautiful cedar palace, but the ark of God is out there in a tent. Nathan replied to the king, go ahead and do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. I want to stop there. Whenever we did this as a podcast, we talked about this right here, because Nathan does not inquire of the Lord. Everything seems to have been rolling David's way. It seemed like everything he touched turned to gold, and Nathan just assumed that this was the same. And he didn't go to the Lord. David didn't go to the Lord. Nathan didn't go to the Lord. But the Lord went to Nathan because the Lord had a different plan. So here we go. But that same night, the Lord said to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord has declared. Are you the one to build a house for me to live in? I've never lived in a house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until this very day. I have always moved from one place to another with a tent and a tabernacle as my dwelling. Yet no matter where I've gone with the Israelites, I've never once complained to Israel's tribal leaders, the shepherds of my people Israel. I've never asked them, why haven't you built me a beautiful cedar house? Now go and say to my servant David, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies has declared. 
I took you from tending sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people Israel. I've been with you wherever you've gone, and I've destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who's ever lived on the earth. And I will provide a homeland for my people Israel, planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them as they've done in the past, starting from the time I appointed judges to rule my people Israel. And I will give you rest from all your enemies. Furthermore, the Lord declares that he will make a house for you, a dynasty of kings. When you die and you are buried with your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants, your own offspring, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a temple for my name, and I will secure his royal throne forever. I will be his father. He will be my son. If he sins, I will correct and discipline him with the rod like any father would do. But my favor will not be taken from him as I took it from Saul, whom I removed from your sight. Your house and your kingdom will continue before me all, for all time, and your throne will be secure forever. Verse 17, so Nathan went back to David and told him everything the Lord had said in this vision. And he goes on to talk about just how overwhelmed David is that God is going to choose to bless David and his descendants in such a mighty way. We've talked before about the fact that even though David wasn't going to be the one to build the temple, he made every preparation that he could before he handed it over to Solomon to make sure that Solomon's efforts would be successful. But as we see in this case, here we have David. Here we have a man after God's own heart. And we know that David didn't do everything right on every day. Goodness knows he's kind of infamous for at least one section of his life where he wasn't making the best of decisions. But on this particular day, it's not that his intention was bad. His idea was not a bad idea at all. It just wasn't God's will. I've had some tense conversations over the years with other believers who, I guess, do not take as stern a stand as I do on this point. And it, I just, I believe with all my heart that God has a plan and God wants us to listen to his voice. That doesn't mean that we ask him what cereal to eat every morning. I'm not saying that. But I do think that we need to be so tuned in to the Lord's voice that we do not make major plans and major decisions without his blessing. I, you know, I've heard people talk. I've read one particular book of an author that I like the author. But he pretty much was like, if you feel leaning this direction, go forward. Even if you haven't heard from the Lord. Well, I just don't live that way. And I don't think the Bible shows that. I think we've got passages like this and others where people have good intentions, but it is not what the Lord wills. Now, leaning into 
whatever topic it is and surrendering our plans to him and saying, Lord, I don't know exactly where this came from. I don't know if it came from inside my own mind or heart or if it came from the pits of hell or it came from you. But I'm placing it on your throne, on your altar, and I want to know, is this from you? I do not want to step foot, one foot forward, if this is not your direction. Psalm 37, 4, it says, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desires. And that's been a confusing passage for many over the years because they're thinking, oh, that means I, I can have my Ferrari or whatever in the world it is that their hearts desire. But the thing is, if we truly take delight in the Lord, our desires are going to match his desires. And that changes the game totally, does it not? So again, I go back to that question. When have you felt strongly about an issue but learned later this was not in line with God's will? I want you to think about the Apostle Paul. Back when he was Saul. Back when he was persecuting Christians. His intention... I mean, he truly believed that he was doing what the God of Israel wanted him to do. By persecuting Christians. By killing them. By chasing them. His intention was to honor the God of Israel. And it was that moment where he was blinded and therefore he finally saw with spiritual eyes that what he thought was the right direction was absolutely not. My prayer this very moment is if any of us have any intentions this very day that we have not fully surrendered to the Lord, trusting that he will give us his wisdom and he will open the right doors and he will shut the ones that do not need to be opened. I want to live a life where I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I'm going through his doors. I'm not opening my own because I can get myself in a world of hurt and I have no want to stand accountable for those decisions. Even when my intentions are good, if I am not following the Lord's voice, we can still have a problem. What would have happened in this case? David would have been in rebellion against God because God, this was not his will that David build the temple. What does this bring to your mind? Where has, have you seen this applied? Where might you be feeling this apply even today? I would love to hear from you. You can reach out at encouragingothersandlovingjesus at gmail.com. I would love the opportunity to pray for you about whatever God is working in your heart about. You can hear 
all of the podcast episodes by going to the bottom of the show notes and pulling up the QR code, scanning it, and it takes you to my Podbean site. Got information down below about many different things, including different resources. And you may be somebody that you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about with this relationship with Jesus. Like, what are you talking about? Well, you can either reach out to me at my email address or you can click on the link below that says I want to begin a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So thank you for tuning in. Feel free to share this with others. Feel free to give a review. Uh, That's very helpful in helping others find this podcast. Next week we will look a little further into the worship service that Solomon led as the dedication to the temple. And remember, it's always a trust and obey kind of day. (music) 